Welcome to the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell your story. Allegra Sinclair is here to help you become the powerful woman you are meant to be. It's finally time to get unstuck and reveal how fabulous you are. And it's time for your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hi, this is Allegra. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Today we're talking about knowing versus doing. Because there is knowing and then there is doing. Why do those two things have to be so far apart? I don't know the answer to that. But I do know that you can have all the knowledge in the world, but the person with limited knowledge who actually does stuff will beat the person with lots of knowledge who does nothing every time. The doer will accomplish more. She will fail more. She will prosper. She will have more fun. She will earn more money. The doer punches fear in the throat and wins by using what she knows. Knowing is good, but doing is better. There have been so many changes going on lately that I took the summer off from the podcast and I'm back now with a new season. One of those changes is all about life management, health, and nutrition. So what fancy pants thing am I talking about? Whole30. If you spent any time on my Instagram feed, then you already know this is because I have become that girl. The super excited chick who posts pictures of her meals, talks excitedly about obscure spices and cast iron grill pans, freaks out when the local store runs out of the only kombucha flavor worth drinking, and goes all in and lives, speaks, and breathes her new obsession. If you're in my circle, you've even been blessed with daily texts with photos from me, with different shots of my meals and my excited utterances about new cooking discoveries during my whole 60. Yes, I was so in love, I sailed right past 30 and stayed on the plan for 60 days. How funny is that? I hope it's a little funny, and I think it might be. The evidence is that my family and friends actually seem excited for me, and several of them are even planning to try a whole 30 of their own. They still take my calls and return my texts, and I have seen them switching to no sugar bacon and trying to figure out how many vegetables they can hide in smoothies. So overall... Winning. Knowing all the cooties in bacon is better than not knowing, but doing something by buying better quality bacon, even though it's more expensive, makes it taste better. Or maybe the better taste is the result of all that delightful, righteous spice that doing the right thing provides. But then my Whole30 ended, and a not-so-funny thing happened. I started to reintroduce the foods that I had been avoiding, And almost immediately I felt the difference. No, I wasn't sick as a dog with blinding headaches and stomach distress from the first reintroduction day. But slowly and surely, with an insidious creepiness that was masked as regular life and coincidence, I started to feel different. I wasn't sleeping as well. I actually thought about my stomach during the day. My appetite disappeared and dang it, my allergies were back. Now I know what you're thinking. I raced back into the loving arms of Whole30 and stopped my reintroduction immediately. Yes, that would have been a good thing to do. But I didn't do that. I spent an entire month telling myself that all the signals my body body was sending me were the result of something else. Everything else. (laughs) Anything else. 
Why? Well, I didn't really know that dairy and sugar were the problem. Actually, that's not true. Perhaps that was true in the beginning, and I'll even give myself that excuse for the first seven days. But I can't extend that grace to the next 14, and I certainly can't give myself any coupons for the last several weeks. If I know better, I should do better. And 60 days of delightful digestion, blissful sleep, and increased energy certainly let me know that changing my diet was magical. So why didn't my logic and my knowledge lead me to continue doing the different thing? I think there are several reasons that I don't always do even when I know. Sometimes I know better, but I don't do better because I think the pain of the wrong decision won't be that bad. Come on, what harm can a little dairy do? A lot, it turns out. It's a known irritant for digestion for many women and has been linked to allergies forever. Dairy is also known to cause inflammation that slows my body down, affects my breathing and sleeping. I know all of that. So the smart thing to do would be to avoid dairy and sugar, like I did for 60 days. But I convinced myself that the result of that decision wasn't a big deal. Problem number two, sometimes I know, but I don't do, because doing the wrong thing is often easier than doing the right thing. Doing the right thing with food often makes me stand apart from the people that I'm around. Instead of insisting on a Whole30 compliant restaurant or reading all the ingredients on everything, it's easier to just do what everyone else is doing. I want to fit in just like the next person, sometimes to my own detriment. Truthfully, it's not difficult to apply my knowledge and experience and to eat differently. But it doesn't always feel easy, and too often I make a decision about behavior based on how I feel. Finally, sometimes I don't apply what I know because my inner child has Xena-like strength, and she's always ready to participate. Children are rebellious, but as we mature, that rebellious nature doesn't go away. It's simply brought under the control of our mature, reasonable adult selves, usually. But sometimes my inner brat rears her head and tells me that nobody's going to tell me what to do, even if the somebody I'm referring to is me. These three situations demonstrate why I know better, but don't always do better. But the same silly excuses apply when I know I should do something, but I don't do it. I'm naturally curious and a knowledge junkie. I just love knowing stuff, and I'm interested in a lot of topics. I could write entire books about podcasting, lead generation, building an email list, writing fiction, and working out. But I'll get lapped every time by somebody who knows one thing and does everything she knows with that until she learns more. Knowing stuff doesn't change lives. Doing stuff does. So I'm starting another Whole30, and in fact, I'm going big or staying on the porch. So I'm starting a Whole100, and I'm very excited about it. I am a grown-up, and I get to do what I want. I was talking to my inner brat right then. I know all about the Whole30 program and how easily it works for me. And more importantly, I know how different foods impact my health. And I know that by applying my knowledge in one area of my life, it increases my confidence in applying knowledge in other areas, 
it's contagious. What do you think? Can you think of a recent time when you know you should have done something, but you didn't do it? Or you know you should not have done something, but you did it anyway because it seemed easier, or you wanted to fit in, or you felt rebellious? Let me know by leaving a review here on iTunes, or pop over to the blog at coachallegra.com slash 33 and join the conversation there. Thanks for listening, and have a powerful week. Now you've been given permission to be more powerful and influence more people. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to AllegraSinclair.com slash iTunes and leave a review. It will help Allegra get the message out to more women that they can punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell their stories. We'll see you next time on the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair.